Welcome to today's Sunday service. <clears throat> May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, <clears throat> lift up his counts and give you peace, establish you in every good way, cause you to prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for coming into today's Sunday service, the second week of October. Let's go ahead and get our elements ready, please. The bread and the juice. We're going to acknowledge our Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to pray and focus and go into the heavenlies. And we're going to do this by the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ. We have access to the heavens through the blood of the Lamb that was slain for us. Let's go in and get our benefits. Let's get in and get that quiet and that peace that Jesus provided for us. We can do this. All things are possible with God. He made an entrance for us. Matthew 19, 20. With us, it is impossible. It is impossible for us to make it into heaven. But we have a forerunner, and that is Jesus Christ. He went into the heavenlies. In John chapter 16, it says that my sin was that I did not believe in Jesus or I failed to, I failed to believe everything. And when you do that, suicide is right around the corner. You think the answers are in booze and in, in anger, rage, trying to set yourself straight. The answer is in believing in Jesus Christ. Jesus said, do these works. What works? Believe in me. How do I believe in you? Read the word. Lo, get into the word of God. Read it. Read a chapter a day in the book of John for the rest of your life. Every day, read the book of John. Today is the 16th. I'm reading... Chapter 8. Today is 8. You're going to miss a few days, so I think there's about 22 chapters, and you have 31 days. So you get every day, read a chapter, turn everything off, tell the wife, the kids, everybody, shut up. We're going to read the Word of God and record it. Record it so others can enjoy it. And and you will be like a shining star that will shine forever and ever because of your pushing to obtain the word of God and you're working. The second thing Jesus said for us is he goes, he said, I enter into heaven and I enter into heaven, he said. So he, in other words, he was fully man. A man went back, entered into heaven. That's what he's saying. He goes, follow me. There's righteousness available. There's, there's peace, justice. There's everything we could ever dreamed of. Our life existence. If we love ourselves, we love ourselves. Allow us to enter into the heavens and follow Jesus. And then he said that the enemy is already judged. The third thing he said, Satan's already judged. He's taken off our shoulders. The curse is out because of Jesus. We believe in Jesus. We followed him into the heavenlies. 
That's what we're doing now with this communion. And Satan has been taken off our shoulders. Satan has taken off, off our hearts, our minds, our souls. The enemy has been judged. And we are to do that judgment here. We say, Satan, you're defeated by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. As it says in Revelations 12, 11. The devil is defeated. Now say after me, say, devil's a liar. Jesus is truth. The devil's a liar. Jesus is truth. I can't hear you. Come on now. How easy can it be for us to be saved? Don't you see the love of the Father? Don't you see the love of God? He made it so easy for us to get in there and be part of His love. He's made it so easy for us, folks. Get on our knees. Acknowledge God as our Savior. Do me a favor. Let the love in. Relax and be loved. Okay, repeat after me. Say, the devil's a liar. Jesus is truth. The devil's a liar. Jesus is truth. The devil is a liar. Jesus is truth. Amen. Holy, holy, holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy. In Psalm 129, verses 3 to 4, it says, If you, O Lord, laid bare our guilt, who could endure it? But you are forgiving, God of Israel. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead and uh, open up this Sunday service. I love you. God bless you. I'm sorry for the things that have done in your life. There is an evil out there and it's hurting people. I, I understand. The Lord understands. He's made a way out. He's given us the peace of Jesus Christ in the midst of craziness. Okay? He's given us his joy, his laughter. Let's tap into that. Unless you got something better. Unless you want to go look at a football drinker. Never mind. Okay. Enough. Holy, holy, holy. Here we go. Let's go ahead and take, uh, uh, say, our Father before we take communion. Let us, let us go ahead and clean our consciousness. Let us ask for any kind of sin that's lurking inside us to be forgiven. Okay. Father, forgive me for anything that I have run, said wrong, anything I've done wrong, anything I acted out of character, your character. Father, I just ask you to forgive me, cleanse me, restore me, Lord. I don't have to cry and yell and just, I'm sorry that I've done anything wrong, Lord. I probably did. I thought it. Maybe I act on it, but... I'm sorry. Right now, just cleanse me. I just want to be close to you, Lord. Take a deep breath and say, forgive me of my sins, Lord. Forgive me all of my wrongs, Lord. Cleanse me. Holy, holy, holy. This minute that I may be holy, 
holy, holy, holy. Jesus, lily of the valley, sanctify me. Sanctify us, Lord. Make us clean. Make us, cleanse us, Lord, that we be able to participate in the communion service. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us go ahead and participate in communion. Father, we just thank you that you sent your Son as the bread of life, Jesus Christ, who makes all right, all right, everything all right. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for your body. Jesus said, this is my body broken for you. Take this element and eat it in remembrance of me. Jesus, we remember you. Let us participate of the body of Christ. And Jesus took the cup and he said, This is my blood shed for you for the remission of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. Thank you, Jesus, for your shed blood. Thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross for us and you shed your blood. Thank you for all the hurts. Thank you that by your stripes we're healed. Thank you, but by the cross... We enter into heaven by acknowledging that we believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, by taking communion. And by the cross, Lord, you take away all our hurts, all our disappointments, all our disgrace, all our shame, all our guilt, all our poverty, Lord, to boot. You take our old lives, Lord God, and you give us your life. You give us your righteousness, your heaven entrance. You give us your ticket to heaven. You give us your love. You exchange your life for our lives. Your righteous life for our sinful life, Lord Jesus. We thank you for doing that for us. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for fixing us up and making us whole. Thank you for establishing us in joy, establishing us in peace. Thank you for establishing us with your righteousness, Lord, for your purpose, for your glory and your honor, Lord. Because of your blood and the blood that we drink, we seal the agreement. We agree, Lord Jesus, that by your blood, we are healed. By your blood, we are restored. I am healed, I am strong, I am restored. Not gonna be, not someday, it's right over my head. As soon as I say I am, I am. I am restored, I am rich, I am strong, I am forgiven. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
I am the joy of Jesus Christ. I am the peace. I am. Claim it, folks. Claim it. We have gone into the heavenlies and the heavens. Now we claim our benefits. I am restored. I am recovered. I am whole. I am healed. I am saved from hell. I am saved from sickness, disease. I am saved from loneliness and despair. I am good to go to heaven. I am good. Amen. This is a a long Sunday service. Our first scripture for today is Psalm 129, verses 3 to 4. It says, If you, O Lord, lay bare our guilt, who could endure it? But you are forgiving, God of Israel. I read that already. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Let's move on. Isaiah chapter 25 says, On this mountain the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines. Juicy, rich food and pure choice wines. On this mountain he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples, the web that is woven over all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from every face. The reproach of his people he will remove from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Behold our God to whom we look to save us. This is the Lord from whom we looked. Let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Every time I say the word of the Lord, you're to say, thanks be to God. Psalm 23. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He lays me down in green pastures. He gives me repose. Besides stressful waters, he is leading me and refreshing my soul. He guides me in right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side with your rod and your staff. They give me courage. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians, chapter 4. 
Brothers and sisters, I know how to live in humble circumstances. I know how to live with abundance in every circumstance and in all things. I have learned the secret of being well-fed and of going hungry, of living in abundance and of being in need. I can do all things in him who strengthens me. Still, it was kind of you to share in my distress. My God will fully supply whatever you need in accordance with his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father, glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy is He. Holy, holy, holy. May the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, enlighten your eyes of your hearts so that you may know what is the hope that belongs to you. Amen. Ephesians. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The Lord be with you and also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus, again in reply, spoke to the chief priests and elders of the people in parables, chapter 22, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feast, but they refused to come. A second time he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fattened cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast. Some ignored the invitation and went away. One to his farm, another to his business. The rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops, destroy those murderers, and burned their cities. Then he said to his servants, The feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go, go out, therefore, into the main roads, and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike. And the hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guests, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment. The king said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his attendants, Bind his hands and feet and cast him into the darkness. Outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are invited, but few are chosen. Did you hear that? The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When we go into the presence of God, 
We need to be as a little child with no reservations and accept Jesus Christ, what he did on the cross as our savior, salvation. And give us some love, give us some respect and you will be found sanctified, holy, ready for the king to welcome you into his feast. Give love and respect back to the Lord. Psalm 33, 11 says, The rich suffer want and go hungry, but nothing shall be lacking to those who fear the Lord. And 1 John 3, 2 says, When the Lord is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you for coming in to today's Sunday service, October, the second week of October. Go in peace. Our mass has ended. Chapter 7, King James. The brethren of Jesus. After these things, Jesus walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in, in Jewry, because the Jews sought to kill him. Now the Jews' feast of tabernacle was at hand. His brethren therefore said unto him, Depart hence, and go into Judea, that thy disciples also may see thy works, that dost do it. For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. If thou do these things, show thyself to the world. For neither did his brothers believe in him. Then Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. The world cannot hate you, but me it hated, because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. Go you up into this feast, I go not up yet unto this feast, for my time is not yet fully come. When he has said this, these words unto them, he abode still in Galilee. But when his brethren were gone up, then went he also up into the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him, for some said, He is a good man. Others says, Nay, but he deceiveth the people. Howbeit no man spoke it openly of him for fear of the Jews. Now about the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? Jesus answered them and said, my doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man would do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory, but he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true, and no unrighteousness is in him. Did not Moses give you the law, and yet none of you keep the law? Why go you about to kill me? The people answered and said, 
Thou hast a devil who goeth about to kill thee. Jesus answered and said unto them, I have done one work, and you all marvel. Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers. And you on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. If a man on the seventh day receives circumcision, that the law of Moses should not be broken, are you angry at me because I have made a man every will whole on the Sabbath day? Judge not according to the appearances, but judge righteous judgment. Then said some of them to of Jerusalem, Is not this he whom they seek to kill? But lo, he speaketh boldly, and they say nothing unto him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? Howbeit we know this man whence he is, but when Christ cometh, no man knoweth whence he is. Then cried Jesus in the temple as he taught, saying, You both know me, and yet you know whence I am, and I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom you know not. But I know him, for I am from him, and he has sent me. Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hand on him, because his hour was not yet come. And many of the people believed in him, and said, When Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these which this man has done? The Pharisees heard that the people murmured such things concerning him, and the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. Then said Jesus unto them, Yet a little while I am with you, and then I go unto him that sent me. You shall seek me, and shall not find me. And where I am, neither you cannot come. Then said the Jews among themselves, Whither will he go? Will he not find him? Will he go into the dispersed among the Gentiles, and teach the Gentiles? What manner of saying of this, that he said, You shall seek me, and shall not find me, and where I am, neither you cannot come. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. But this spoke he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Many of the people, therefore, when they heard this, saying, said, Of a trust this is the prophet. Of a truth that this is the prophet. Others said, This is the Christ. But some said, Shall Christ come out of Galilee? Has not the scripture said that Christ cometh out of the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem, where David was? So there was a division among the people because of him. And some of them would have given him, but no man laid hands on him. No one. Then came the officers to the chief priests and the Pharisees, and they said unto them, why have you not brought him? The officers answered, Never man spoke like this man. They answered them to the, the Pharisees, Are you also deceived? Have any of the rulers of, or of the Pharisees believed in him? 
But this people who know it not, the law, are cursed. Nicodemus said unto them, He that came to Jesus by night, being one of them, does our law judge any man before it hears him and know what he's done? They answered and said unto him, Art thou also of Galilee? Search and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. And every man went unto his own house. The word of the Lord. Greetings. Welcome to today's reading of Limitless Love. You're not ready for the wolf. Woodpile by Gloria Copeland. Our scripture is John fifteen six. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. John fifteen six. What do you think this means? Well, we've been given some hints already. It says you're not ready for the woodpile. To be burned, are you? You're here with me. I am blessing you. You're blessing me. We're collectively, we are making a roaring fire. We're in it. And Jesus has given us the victory to win it. The battle has been fixed, guys. The game has been fixed. We win. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. Here we go. Gloria goes on to say that because our daily communion with the Lord is what keeps us abiding in Him and bearing the fruit of love, the devil works ceaselessly to hinder it. He pressures us with busy schedules and tries to convince us we just don't have time to fellowship with God. When we do sit down to read the Word and pray, he endeavors to distract us with thoughts of other things and interrupts of every sort. Interruptions. If we yield to these pressures and miss out on time of prayer, the devil heaps condemnation on us. He makes us reluctantly to draw near to the Lord again by convincing us that God is mad at us for neglecting him. Instead of taking the first opportunity and jumping back into communion with God, we drag our feet, thinking he is going to punish and criticize us for the times of fellowship we miss. The devil may even misquote scripture and say that God is fed up with all with our failures and ready to cast us into the fire. <clears throat> He'll tell us God has thrown us into the woodpile. Don't listen to lies like that. God isn't mad at you when you miss your time of fellowship with him. He doesn't want to punish you. He loves you. He is eagerly waiting for you to draw near to him. And the moment you do, he will draw near to you. He will speak to you and help you and bless you because that's what he wants to do. That's the whole reason for commands you to abide in him. It's only through the union he can get to you. Again, that's the whole reason he commands you to abide in him. It's only through that union he can get to you the grace and strength you need to live in victory. He is the vine, and you are the branch. If the branch removes itself from the vine, it will wither. Not because the branch is mad at you, but because without living contact between them, the vine cannot do for the branch what it is supposed to do. 
What's more, that scripture doesn't say that the vines gather wither branches and burns them. It says that men do. When we stop spending time with the Lord, we get burned by the natural circumstances of life. When trouble comes, we don't have the divine life flowing through us that we need to overcome it. If we haven't been abiding in the Lord, we don't have our fate ready. We don't have the fruit of the Spirit flowing out of us and the wisdom of God operating in us to enable us to handle the situation. So don't let the devil trick you into getting yourself into that condition. Don't let him distract you and deprive you of your communion with the Lord. Don't ever let him condemn you and convince you that God has thrown you in the woodpile and doesn't want fellowship with you. He loves you. I love you. Resist those lies and realize it's the devil, not the Lord, who is wanting you to get burned up. The Word of the Lord, Limitless Love by Gloria Copeland. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful.